Hello? Is anybody there? What's going on, guys? Guess what? It's the news desk. Dustin. Dustin. Dustin's not with you today, folks. However, I am. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Culture Jack podcast. Listening to the news desk, the Thursday show. And uh, you get me. My uh, my patriot, my companion there, is on on a on a break, which uh, is well deserved, and I can't wait to hear more about it when he gets back. So, what does that mean? That means you're stuck with me for this episode. So deal with it. All right, just deal with it. it it's going to be fine. You've got a, a a wonderful Friday show coming out tomorrow with Dustin. So don't, don't be worried. Don't be concerned. Uh, so let's talk video games. I haven't talked about video games in quite a while. So in one hand, it is a breath of fresh air. In the other hand, it is not at all. Let me tell you that because I have not played a ton of video games lately. So I'm going to utilize a article from games radar to talk about some video games here in a few moments. But first, let me tell you about the video games I have recently played because believe it or not, my man, my, my partner in crime hit me up and said, Hey dude, you down to, uh, to cover me? I said, sure, sure thing. So what did I do? I, uh, did a little bit of research, not very much. And I, uh, went ahead and was like, fuck it. This is a perfect excuse to play some video games. God damn it. And I did. So I, played a game called Forza Horizon 5, um, which was actually pretty cool. If you're not familiar with the Forza Horizon Horizon uh, series, it, it's essentially like a rally series. It's it's for everybody. If you, if you like kind of the all-around racing games, and it's not a simulator, which if you don't know the difference, a simulator is like your Gran Turismo's and more of the Forza Motorsports, where you're racing on tracks, and it's very, very, very um, course-driven and real everything, and it's as if you were simulating driving a race car or in this case i mean you get a a myriad of different cars and whatnot but forza horizon is not that it is essentially a horizon event that happens in different locations in the world in this case it's in mexico this year and it has a kind of a meetup station and then you unlock all these missions like a speed trap can you get your car going fast enough uh there's barn finds where you drive around and try to find a barn with a uh, car in it there's regular like tournament style racing like Forza Motorsports but there's also cool stuff I mean the way that this game starts is it and they've done this a little bit over the last several and it's it's really cool because they just get you right into the mix of different vehicles and you're kind of racing through different terrains and then I think one of the first real missions outside of kind of the introduction you end up racing a looks what looks to be like a 737 or it maybe it's a bigger bigger plane a cargo plane like a C130 it didn't really look like a C130 but <clears throat> anyways it's pretty cool cuz you race him he's doing turns and all this stuff he drops motorbikes out of the back and 
you're racing through the uh, the city and you're trying to beat him and you're trying to beat the motorbike racers. And again, it's just a fun game. You can customize your vehicles in this game. You want to build credits and, you know, get new cars and get new parts and paint your cars. And there's a lot of people. Um, there's a whole like group of people that put in a ton of time, energy and and whatnot into the customization as far as the paint and the vinyl stickers and decals and stuff goes it's pretty wild you can go into the marketplace and look at a bunch of different stuff that people are doing to these cars and the time spent it's amazing it's very cool to see very fun game if you like racing games at all i i really appreciate it but a cool thing that caught me off guard was okay so i started i went through the i think you get like three different vehicles out of the gate that they're just kind of giving you insight into what is to come right and you can this is open map by the way i should have explained that i guess in the beginning it's an open map so you can like if you want to just drive around you can drive around if you want to drive around with your buddies you can do that you can race your buddies you can do all of those things so that is what that's that's cool but what was also cool was so i got through kind of the emulated you know start where like you have to do these things and it says hey um, you got car packs, which are cars, right? So it's just extra cars. And so I get to the horizon event. Um, and I load the thing up and I'm like, what car packs did I get? And this was cool. In fact, I think they need to do this with other games. I got something like, I, I don't know how many, I got several cars. Well, five cars, I think is what it was. I got a car for every Forza game that the system knew I had played. So like Forza Horizon 1, I got a car. Forza Horizon 2, I got a car. 3, 4, 5. And I think some of the regular Forzas, I could be wrong, but regardless, I got an essentially kind of like an achievement. I got a thing unlocked and I got free cars because I had played the previous games, which made me kind of start thinking. I'm like, you know, that's a pretty damn cool thing. Now I know some of the other games do similar things, but nonetheless, I thought it was really cool. Regardless, if you are interested in racing games, or maybe you want to change up your current um, set of games that you're playing, I would highly recommend Forza Horizon, especially if you have Game Pass, Game Pass Ultimate. You get the game for free. Download it. Give it a spin. It To me, it, it's a fun, it's a really fun game uh, for open world stuff. I also really like the simulator, the Gran Turismo stuff. I really like the uh, um, Forza Motorsport stuff. But I have been playing Forza since it, be, it came out. I've been playing Gran Turismo since it came out. And I've, I've tried, I, I say this cautiously, but I've tried to keep up with this. Uh, and... and with these games as best as I can. Obviously I don't have a PlayStation five or maybe you didn't know that now I'm telling you. So I don't know what I'm going to do about the new Gran Turismo. Uh, have I thought about the PlayStation five? Yeah. It keeps crossing my mind. The new Wolverine game looks awesome. The Spider-Man games look awesome. Uh, Gran Turismo, uh, God of war. There's a lot of, a lot of, uh, solo Sony products that ha has piqued my interest and will continue to. My problem is, for me personally, nothing against uh, the PlayStation. It's my own timing and how often I play video games. Now that we're setting into winter, hopefully I'll have more time to be able to dabble in the video game playing. 
which leads me to another thing. So I played Forza. That was super fun. I am hopeful to play uh, quite a bit more of it, given the opportunity. Another thing I did, and I, I may have mentioned this in one of the other podcasts, was um, I ended up picking up the RTX. Uh, Jesus, it's not RTX. I'm going to mess this up. 3080 Ti, the, the big badass graphics card. And it's really funny because I got it, I installed it, and I've been super busy with other things, and and I, I won't even go into that. But I had an opportunity through the weekend when I was doing some stuff in the office here. I was cleaning up, and I was uh, updating that computer. So I spent the better part of the morning updating the computer I installed that graphics card into because I haven't been using it. And afterward, I was like, you know what, I want to take a break from what I was doing. So I elected to uh, load Red Dead Redemption. And I, I mentioned this, unfortunately, my save status from when I played it before, I don't know what I did or did not do it. I, I think it was, uh, I did not do something. And uh, I ended up going through kind of the intro cinematic scene. And if you're not familiar with Red Dead Redemption, that's where you're essentially packing through the snow and you're kind of figuring out certain things. And, and whatnot. So I made it through that and into, into the very start of the game. And then I was like, damn it. But the graphics were turned way up. I've got my 4K monitors and it looks so damn good. It's wild. It looked wildly good and uh, very exciting. So I've got some, some plans for some other games that I will be, uh, I will be playing and I'll report back and let you know how it goes. But nonetheless, it's always incredible to me to not pick a game up after well over a year crank the graphics up and it's like playing a game on the on the console but a little bit better not not to knock the console because consoles the new consoles on a nice tv look fucking great so next thing on my list um so i did that a few weeks ago i just played forza and the other night i was uh minding my own business doing doing the night thing and uh old dusty hits me up and says dude i say yes <laughs> he says dude halo multiplayer is open and i was like no fucking way yes it's open so of course i made my way back down to the office and played some freaking halo infinite multiplayer if you guys have not played this yet you're missing out if you are a halo fan if you are a fps fan Get you some Halo Infinite. The graphics looked incredible. I will say one irritating thing for me personally was I started playing and I kept getting suckered into uh, Capture the Flag. And then I figured out how to uh, get out of that because I played like four or five rounds of Capture the Flag. I'm like, all right, man, let's play something fucking different here. And uh, I played that. I played Hardball. I played uh, Team Deathmatch. I played uh, Ranked Matches for a little bit. I did I, I I don't know that I made it far enough because I think you have to be like level one or two or three or some shit to uh, unlock certain things. But you do have character customization as you did in the past where you can change your helmet, change your visors, change some colors around and whatnot. There is some weapon customization, um, but I couldn't get into it because I didn't unlock it yet, which is awesome. That has been a thing that I have complained about. But to what extent I can't uh, I can't elaborate on here today. However. As I just said, guys, if you are a Halo type person, if you're 
someone that played Halo years ago, or you're an FPS person and maybe you never played Halo, now's the time to get into this. It's going to be, in my opinion, it's going to be the FPS of the winter. And, uh, well, we'll see because I do have another FPS to, to report on. Nonetheless, guys, check it out. Halo Infinite on your Xbox One console. I think you can also um, get it on your PC, of course, too, if that's if that's a thing that you want to you want to check out. But again, I am uh, pretty darn um, excited to jump back into that as well. Again, the graphics in it looked great. I loved how crispy it looked. Uh, I had to get rid of, I had to get used to some of the mechanics in it because my primary FPS outside of now I'm going to be playing Halo all the time, which is not a lot of time, but nonetheless, that's going to be my preferred FPS was uh, Call of Duty. Now, Call of Duty and, and Dustin, and I had a really good conversation about this many times over, but I'll share that with you is that uh, FPS is play completely different while all of them are first person shooters. Absolutely. The way that you play them um, is dramatically different. Apex Legends, I play Apex Legends completely different than I play Call of Duty. I play Call of Duty completely different than the way I play Halo. And for someone that predominantly plays Call of Duty, uh, I have to adapt to that or else I'm not going to do well. And it's just uh, the nature of the beast. Some games... The mechanics are a little bit slower. Some games, the movement is more fluid. Some games, the setup is different. The Battle Royale versus a very tight quartered match. Some games, if you're playing Capture the Flag or what have you, I shouldn't have to explain all of this, but that that's kind of um, the way it is, at least for me. And uh, it's exciting to change it up, though. Like, I appreciate that because it adds an element of newness um, and it adds an element of... Uh, fun and challenge and everything so again guys check out halo infinite the multiplayer is out i think that the uh the campaign still comes out when november 19th or some something it's coming out soon so keep your eyes out for that but right now just get on the multiplayer like the rest of us so that's uh that's the game and stuff i got going on i do have a list here i'm going to run through with you guys relatively quick and this is uh, some of the games coming here in the end of the year. Some of these I know are already out. Call of Duty Vanguard is out, which uh, released November 15th. That's available on PC, PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Xbox Series X, and Xbox One. Call of Duty Vanguard is taking us back to World War II with its campaign following the stories of four characters based on real fighters, Sergeant Arthur Kingsley, a Britain's 9th Parachute Battalion, Captain Wade Jackson, the U.S. Scouting Squadron, um, 2nd Lieutenant Lucas Riggs of Australia's 20th Battalion, Lieutenant Polina Petrova of the Soviet 138th Rifle Division, and it looks to set to explore the horrors of war from the perspective of some of the untold stories of that time. And it's probably one of the best-looking new gen games yet so take a bite out of that actually i did see vanguard was uh, up and I accidentally cl- kept clicking on it and then, no i did not buy it it uh they were trying to they were trying to sucker me into it but i knew halo was coming and that's the kind of cheap ass gaming purchaser i am not buying that shit because i'm gonna play halo and that's gonna be my prime maybe maybe springtime maybe we'll see probably not though because halo will last Next game on the list is Jurassic 
World Evolution number two, which is available on PC, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X, Xbox One. This is out now, and it is uh, the release date was November 9th, 2021. Jurassic World Evolution is bringing back more dinosaur park simulation action, but this time we're going bigger and deeper than before. There will be a new campaign to play through more dinosaur breeds, new biome options for enclosures and enhanced customization options as well. The new cast theory feature will allow you to replay key moments of your favorite Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park or Jurassic World films, but with a twist allowing for some speculator. What if moments? That's cool. This next game I did watch some trailers to pretty cool. Um, I may check it out again. Like I'm trying these days. I'm trying not to bite off more than I can chew at some point. I would say I will probably, I will probably get this game. I don't know. We'll see. What is that game? It's Battlefield 2042, released on November 19th, 2021. And this is dropping on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and PC. Battlefield is back, and we're going near future with this one, Battlefield 2042. And if, if you didn't get that from the name of it, they're not going backwards. They're going forward into the future. They'll offer a 128-player battle when it launches later this year, and it'll be all all-out warfare modes, conquest, and breakthrough. Now, if you guys are not familiar with uh, um, Battlefield and you've never played one of those big game battles, you, you're missing out. You it may not be your thing. Let me just say that because. I've had moments where it's like, no, that's that's not my thing. But I've also had moments where I was like, this is fucking so crazy. It's so fun. It's just complete chaos is what it really is. So to me, it's worthwhile if you're if you anticipate playing, you know, the rest of the game and whatever's going on with that game. It's definitely worth checking it out and, uh, you know, seeing if uh, maybe it's it's something something different enough to want you to or that invites you to come back and want to play it. I've had a blast playing pretty much all of the previous uh, battlefields. As far as I can remember, I think I've damn near played all of them. If, if not all of them up to this one. And again, jumping onto the big, big battles games and whatnot is fun. Now we, one could argue, of course, Halo has big team battle, call of duty and whatnot, but still a great choice. All right, let's keep going. Chorus is another game. It's coming out on the Xbox Series X and Xbox One, which means it's an exclusive December 3rd, 2021. In Chorus, a brand new space fight combat shooter. You play Nara and Forsaken, her sentient starfighter, guys. That's who that is. You were confused. I was confused. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Taking the genre straight into the next generation of consoles. Chorus. Looks pretty awesome, melding exploration across the universe with outgo- outgunning your enemies in an epic quest to free an oppressed galaxy. Galaxy, galaxy. Did you catch all that shit? Yeah. Chorus. Sounds like the best fucking game ever. Whoever wrote this just ruined the rest of the game. Thanks. Fuck. Oh, and I misspoke earlier because next one on the list is Halo Infinite. And I'm not going to dive back into that with you, but it's actually, according to this, the release date is December 8th, 2021, so I apologize. Um, bearing a curious new subheader and running on a brand new game engine known as Slipspace, the first Halo Infinite trailer almost seems to suggest that Master Chief's next adventure will have MMO qualities to it. 
or at least be more open-ended in sandbox like in flavor. That instantly familiar shot of his armor also teases a potential technological downgrade for everyone's favorite Spartan. Though plot details remain threadbare for now, MMO or otherwise, Halo Infinite could just be Halo's comeback we've all been waiting for. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. I'm stoked. Like I said, I'm already playing the multiplayer. I suggest you do it too. Change your life for the better. Uh, I'm going to cru- try to cruise through some of these other games because apparently this list is super freaking long and I don't want this to be a four hour podcast. Uh, next item on the list is Pokemon Legends Acarus Arceus. I don't know. I'm saying it wrong. That's dropping on the Nintendo Switch January 28th, 2022. It's the first open world Pokemon game ever. So if you're a Pokemon player, check that out. We've got ba- uh, Rainbow. Ugh. I was going in fucking three different directions with that one. Jesus. What am I doing? Um, Let me go back here. Let me go. Let me go backwards so I can go forward. Rainbow Six Extraction, which Rainbow Six games are fun, man. Like if you're if you're into more of like the tactical insurgent style FPS type of thing. I don't know. I like them. I've played a ton of Rainbow Six games and the Tom Clancy games over the years and have enjoyed them. Um, so Rainbow Six Extraction is for PS4, PS5, Xbox Series X, Xbox One, PC, Google Stadia, Amazon Luna, and it drops January 2022, formerly known as Rainbow Six Quarantine. We're now looking at Rainbow Six Extraction. The name changed for very good reasons. Of course, we all, I mean, we all got that, right? I mean, who the fuck wants to play a game called Quarantine when we've been on goddamn quarantine for two years? Come on, guys. They got smart with it. Changed the name up. Next game on the list is Dying Light 2, which is dropping February 4th, 2022 for PS, PS4 and Xbox One. I thought this was my, the original Dying Light. Uh, Dying Light 2 is everything you could hope for in one beautifully apocalyptic package. So it's like a, I don't know what the fuck they're doing here. Uh, next one is Safu. Again, PS4, PS5, and PC, February 22nd. Safu is a brand new game from Slow Clap, a developer that gave us Absolver. In this, though, you may play, you play as a young Kung Fu student looking for vengeance after the murder of his family. The game is focused on a unique eight aging mechanic where, let's see, oh, where you make a mistake, you can trade off your life to try it again. And learn from your errors. I don't, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. We will. Uh, we'll have to see how that goes. That sounds kind of cool. Um, Elden Ring is dropping for PS4, Xbox One, PC, PS5, Xbox Series X. This is February 25th, 2022. Originally announced during E3 2019, Elden Ring is from is the next from software offering from Dark Souls creator uh, Hidaki. Mayazaka, and I'm sure I said that wrong, and Game of Thrones author George R.R. R. Martin. So that's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty cool. So we'll have to see, obviously, what comes of that. Still seems pretty cool. Um, Saint Rose. Saint, Saints Rose. Saints Rose. Uh, let's see, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X, Xbox One. 
in PC. Saints Row is coming back with a complete reboot of the series. You'll be building the Saints from the ground up and playing as the boss with a small group of friends just starting out. It'll be your decision that shapes the newly formed gang and you'll be able to make your mark on this fictional city of Santo Elios by deciding what kind of crime lord you want to be. Drug smuggling, arms running, you decide. That's the Saints origin story. That's kind of cool, though. I mean, because I felt like personally... I followed Saints Row for a little while and it was just getting it was getting to a point of just silly. And while I appreciate when they do that to some degree, when you go to this point of it just being complete, you know, complete calamity and it's just so fucking far out there, it's like you're losing me. But who am I? I'm not the major consumer like others are. Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, Let's see. PS5 and PS4. So there's a PlayStation exclusive February 28th, 2022. Aloy is officially back in its sequel of 2017's Horizon Zero Dark, and this time we'll be journeying to the post-apocalyptic setting of San Francisco in America. The trailer, which debuted during Sony's Future of Gaming event, revealed Horizon Forbidden West. So that's cool. Um, Gran Turismo 7 is coming for the PS5 March 4th, 2022. I already mentioned that earlier. It's a badass uh, racing simulator. We got... Uh, Triangle Strategy for the Nintendo Switch dropping March 4th. This is the second game in the HD 2D series. Triangle Strategy features the sprite-style graphics we saw in Octopath Traveler to bring us a new strategy RPG. So that seems pretty cool. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands is dropping for PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X, Xbox One, and PC March 25th, 2022. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands is a fantasy-inspired Borderlands spinoff focusing on the uh, Borderlands character Tiny Tina, voiced by Ashley Birch. The game will be a story-driven co-op campaign for up to four players. That could be cool. I'm I'm a fan of Borderlands, the storytelling, the way that they do certain things. So that's cool. Uh, Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl. That's coming out uh, April 28th for Xbox Series X and PC. We've got Kirby, the Forgotten Land, dropping for the Nintendo Switch in spring. We got Redfall, summer of 2022 for the Xbox Series X and the PC. We got Starfield, which is slated for November 11th, 2022, which is the Bethesda's first IP in 25 years. If you guys didn't see that cinematic trailer, we talked about that when it dropped. Um it's highly anticipated, so hopefully we got something good. Uh, we've seen everybody's seen this trailer, Marvel Midnight Suns. Uh, that's if you haven't seen it, just check it out. Um, to be it's TBD. We don't know when that's coming out yet. We have PS5, oh War or the God of War Ragnarok, PS5, PS4, God of War Ragnarok broke the internet with its latest trailer showing Kratos. A much bigger address facing family strife as they take on Freya, Thor, and impending an impending Ragnarok. Um. Anyways, fuck. Sold. <laughs> I'm a huge God of War fan. I love the art style and everything else. All right, so we'll do a couple more here real quick, and then uh, we're gonna call it Oxen Free Two Lost Signals. This is coming from the Nintendo Nintendo Switch. We've got Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, coming for PS5, timed exclusive. That, the picture on that looks cool. Gotham Knights uh, is dropping PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and PC. 
This was debuted at DC Fandom. So if you guys haven't seen that, check that out. Let me skim through here. There's a ton of a ton of games, guys. Uh, Dustin's got his work cut out for him, to say the least, as I skim through. I'm like barely skimming through any of this. That's, uh, yeah, good God, man. So he's got a lot of cool games that he's going to be able to discuss with you later on in the year to include Marvel's Wolverine. We've got Spider-Man 2, uh, Star Wars. We got Season, The Outer Worlds 2, Fable 4, Dragon Age, and so much more, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it right there. I don't want to just sit here and keep going. I mean, dude's got dude's got his uh, his work cut out for him coming into this fall and into next year. So I'll let him handle the the heavy lifting on all of these great games that uh, look like they're coming out here into 2022, guys. So that's it. That's that's what I got for you today here on the News Desk, the Thursday show. Here, we appreciate you guys tuning in to the Culture Jacked Podcast. I was your uh, your, your fill-in host. I was uh, the guy that just kind of stepped in to help out and cover for a week. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And as always, if you guys like our episodes here, hit subscribe, share the content, drop a comment. Uh, one of the most important things that you could do to help us, if you haven't done any of those other things, is give us a review on whatever podcasting platform you listen to. We greatly appreciate it, guys. And I believe tomorrow you'll have a regularly scheduled Friday show with the man himself, Dustin, will be hosting that. And then you'll be back with me on Sunday, I believe, for the Weekend Wire and the Monday for Monday Bandits. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll catch up with you in the next episode.